Hello, Sonoma, and welcome back to KSBY 91.3. I'm here with Sophia Long, and later on we'll be listening to Joe Aaron. We've got a great show for you today, and I can't wait to get started. Hello, Sonoma. As I mentioned, I'm here with Sophia Long. Sophia, how are you today? I'm very good. How are you? Excellent. Thanks for asking. Well, Sophia has been a nurse at the health center for 26 years and at Sonoma Hospital for 15 years as well. She has deep local roots, having graduated from uh, Sonoma Valley High and Santa Rosa Junior College, and has dedicated most of her life to easing the suffering of others through her compassionate care. I know Sophia through her work with Sonoma Overnight Support, where she has been offering health care with a smile to all of our clients at Sonoma Springs Community Hall. You once told me, Sophia, that you feel blessed to have this life. Why do you feel that way? Because I have a lot of experience growing up during, you know, Cambodia um, communists. And we were truly, you know, blessed being here in America. Um, my family and I were trying to stay alive from starvation, disease, exhaustion, and getting killed by Kamaru. And most of all had witnessed, you know, the torturing um, and killing of my um sister who was um, seven months pregnant. So I do feel blessed being in America and gave me, you know, the opportunity being here and um, better um, serving community. Yeah, I mean, that's an incredible story. Not too many Americans think about that. Um, what was it like? What was it like when you decided to come to America? Well, uh, we were in the camp in um, Thailand, and um, we were living in the, um, I would say, like, like the camp, like where all the um, refugee camps, that's what okay. it called. So we were waiting, you know, getting to hear if we are able to come to the United States. So it wasn't like, um, you know, uh, wanting to come that we had, you know, it's the opportunity uh, to be in America. Yeah, how incredible. And so then you came to Sonoma and what was it like as a young immigrant in Sonoma? Well, it's, at first it's, you know, it's really difficult because it's, you know, trying to learning um, the language, um, adjusting the culture and, um, when we came here, we didn't have anything. Um, we just have, you know, I have seven brother and sister and um, a little bit difficult trying new, you know, to learn languages and don't know very much at all. So, um, but over time, you know, um, we were able to learn, you know, little by little, so. Yeah, that's incredible. That's a that's a big challenge to come to a new place and have to learn a new language and everything. Yeah, it was at first, yes, for and, sure. And so then soon um, you graduated from Sonoma High School, and I, your sister, I believe, became a nurse. And she did she inspire you to become a nurse as well? Yeah, she is my mentor, Savannah um, Long. She worked at the hospital here for 30-something years, and she is a pre-op and post-op nurse. Um, so she is just my everything. Um, we went to school together at Santa Rosa Junior College. We graduated at the same time. And like I said, I was 
working with her at Sonoma Valley Hospital and the same time at Community Health Center. So yeah, she is my mentor and she is very compassionate. She's care for her patient and she's just a loving soul. That's so beautiful. It, I, it runs in the family. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so two nurses in the family. You've been a nurse for a long time. What kinds of lessons have you learned as as a nurse over your years? Well, um, I don't take things for granted. Um, I really appreciate it. It's a really rewarding job, and um, you have to have compassion. Um, I like um, being with a patient. I like to say hello. I like to shake their hand. I like to hear, you know, when they're not feeling well, um, just listen to them. And it's really rewarding. It gives you a lot of, you know, um, compassion. It gives you, um, you know, fulfilling, you know. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine it's fulfilling to be able to give back so much. Yeah. And what do you wish, I mean, we have a lot of stereotypes about the nursing profession. We see it in the media, but as a longtime nurse, what do you wish people knew about the nursing profession, especially now when nurses are the most important people in our society? Well, um, what I have learned through the year is um, um, sometimes, you know, you have to just like you um, have compassion, you know, um, most of all, and you have to care for your patient and you have to be um, really like wanting to be there because it's a really um, difficult job. You know, it's not for everybody, but if you don't have compassion, you don't, you know, have the patient, it's not the job for you. That definitely makes sense. There's lots of challenges every day, something new, right? Right. Totally. Yes, for sure. Wow. Well, uh, you always manage to keep things upbeat no matter the situation, no matter what's going on. So I thought that there was nothing more upbeat than a little bit of Michael Jackson. We'll be right back with Sophia Long.
And we're back, everybody, with Nurse Sophia Long. Sophia, I know you, again, as I mentioned at the beginning, through your work with Sonoma Overnight Support. You're always at the Springs Hall, and you're always wearing such colorful scrubs. Sophia, why, why, you always bring so much color. Um, how many different scrub colors do you think you have? <laughs> I have quite a few. So, of course, I have red. Um, I have blue, burgundy, and black. Yeah, it's just like, you know, when you wear like colorful, it's like when they look at you, it's like, you know, they cheer up and they, you know, they enjoy looking at you and just make, you know, me happy being there and also make, you know, um, client or patient appreciate. Yeah, that's wonderful that you make so many other people happy. Just before the show, we were talking about uh, your walks around Sonoma. What else makes you happy? Well, I do like my friends um, a lot. Um, I enjoy hiking. Um, I'm a socialized person, as you know. Um, like going to Spring Village, I really, um, not Spring Village, and the overnight support, I really enjoy talking to clients. Um, I'm a really social person of all. Um, my language is not, you know, as <laughs> that I want to be, but... Um, but when you talk to them and they respond back, it makes me happy. Um, I enjoy cooking, um, um, just exercise and just eating healthy and be a happy person and appreciate every moment, you know, being alive, especially during this time. Yeah, this time has been tough. How have you been dealing with it? Just, um, you know, um, not too much socialized, of course. Um, just working a lot, um, mostly five days a week at the health center. Um, but, you know, spending with my children, not able to um, socialize with, you know, like seeing my friends is a little bit challenging. Um, but just through, you know, talking on phone and stuff like that. So, um it really helped me a lot. Yeah, that's incredible. Well, uh, it's great that you have this network of community in Sonoma. Um, I was going to ask you, I think it's important because many of our listeners might not be too familiar with Cambodia. Um, they might not know exactly where it is. <laughs> Maybe you could just say a little bit about Cambodia and tell us a little bit about where and how you grew up, if that's all right. Okay, yeah. So, um I came here when I was um, a teenager, went straight to high school. Um, we were, um, Cambodia is by the border of Thailand and Vietnam. It's a small country, but um, the country itself went through a lot, you know, a lot of killing, including, like I mentioned earlier, my sister, you know, got, I witnessed my sister kill when she was seven months pregnant. Um, we went quite, you know, through quite a bit, but it's a small country. We are very friendly, um, nurturing, caring people. Um, it is um, tropical, um, but it's very, uh, you know, uh, poverty. Um, I went there, volunteer with Dr. Martin. Um, he uh, passed on. Um, it's really, you know, like an eye opening, you know, um, if I have a chance to do it again, I will do it again because it's really rewarding. 
Um, so you, so you went back recently? I, I did a volunteer with Dr. Martin probably about 12 years ago. Um, he is well known of the community here, um, but he passed away probably about six years ago. Um, so he has inspired me a lot, yes. What was that journey like? Oh, it was really, really rewarding. Um, we went to a different town in Cambodia in the hospital also. We brought a lot of medication, example, like vitamin, Tylenol, and ibuprofen with us. We purchased, you know, with our own money, and we go through uh, different villages, like I said. And um, people really appreciate just getting, you know, give them some vitamin or Tylenol for their pain um, because there's a lot of people have no access to that kind of, you know, or they can't afford it. Just a simple vitamin or Tylenol or ibuprofen. So yeah, it's really re rewarding. It's, you know, um, you give a little bit, but you actually, you know, uh, receive a lot from them. Yeah, I can imagine. That sounds incredible. And what's incredible to me, Sophia, is that you give so much back to the community, to whichever community you're in, and you always do it with a huge smile on your face, and you bring not only compassionate health care, but you bring joy to others. What, what keeps you going? What gives you the energy to do that every day? Well, I, I, like I mentioned, I like people and I like, um, you know, staff. Um, um, I see them that working hard and so they inspire me. And um, like I said, I see, you know, client, I see patient, they just like, you know, appreciate that you just give a little simple to, you know, smile, they, you know, respond back and just say hello, good morning to them and they respond back with a smile that's inspire me they inspire me so it make me want to do you know more um it just feel rewarding and just like breathing another day like living in sonoma here like today is sunny you look outside it's so beautiful and just feel blessed you know to have food on the table to have jobs so um, that's keep me going. Of course, friend, family, and, you know, kids. That's magnificent, Sophia. Thank you for sharing. And before we, we finish our time here, is there anything else that you'd like the people of Sonoma to know, maybe related to healthcare or anything? Well, I think we have um, a beautiful community here in Sonoma. Everybody, you know, really friendly, very um I live here for 40 years, love being here. I would never want to move anywhere else. Um, so, um, and I feel like, you know, um, if you need help, I think Sonoma is the best place, you know, everybody just like, you know, willing to give you hand or whatsoever. That's how I feel about Sonoma, being in Sonoma. Well, that's excellent, Sophia. Thank you so much for being with us. Sonoma, thank you so much for listening. Sophia is such a, a wonderful person in our community. I'm glad we could shine a little spotlight. We'll be right back with Hello Sonoma after a few messages from our sponsors. 
W Pleasure. It's Tuesday. W Luck. It's the 13th of April. And we are your Voice of the Valley, KSVY 91.3 and .org, streaming live, static-free worldwide. On this 13th Tuesday, beautiful. As a matter of fact, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday all look the same. Sunshine, the high all four days, 73 degrees. The low overnight with clear skies, lots of stars, about 42. That's the way it's shaping up. Can't change too much of that. Just enjoy. Be careful. Wear your mask. Get vaccinated if you can. Be helpful and be kind, please. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Hello Sonoma. You're listening to KSVY 91.3. I'm Francisco, and I'm so happy that you've joined us today for another fantastic show. You just listened to Sophia Long, one of our amazing nurses here in the Valley, and our next guest is going to be Joe Aaron, a lovely man and who happens to be my neighbor. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to listen to a, a few tunes, a few great tunes that I just absolutely love. Um, last last time we listened to springtime songs, and uh, now we're just going to listen to songs that make us feel good. I mean, it's a time to, to be happy and to be excited. So here's a great one about the little journey of life that we're all on. It's called... Too Late to Turn Back Now by the Cornelius Brothers. Hope you enjoy. I'm falling in love It's too late to turn back 
That's it's too late to turn back now by uh, Cornelian Brothers. Another great tune. Uh, just kind of a, one of those that just makes you happy, just makes you vibe and have a great time. Um, since we're on the theme of love, what better way to, to celebrate that amazing feeling than this next amazing tune by our very own Elvis Presley. I think you'll recognize this one. It's Can't Help Feeling Falling in Love by Elvis Presley. Wise men say Only fools rush in But I can't help Falling in love with you Another great tune by Elvis Presley. And you know, I can't help falling in love with you, Sonoma. Uh, that's why I have this show called Hello, Sonoma, What a Beautiful Town. And in many ways, uh, being home here has been a, uh, my little way of uh, reacquainting myself with the place I've called home and really falling in love with uh, this beautiful valley. Just the other day, I went on a, an amazing hike with a couple of my friends up in Bartholomew, um, on those trails back behind Bartholomew. And 
I mean, it's stupendous. There are green rolling hills in every direction, an enormous bloom of wildflowers, uh, and you get to see. You can even see San Francisco. It was a very. It was a pretty clear day. We could see the, the reflections of the windows in San Francisco, the East Bay, all the way through Petaluma. I mean, it was incredible. The other day, we took a biplane ride, that famous airport that we all see when we drive into Sonoma from uh, the south. And I've I've passed there countless times. And this year I said, you know what? I think uh, this is the this is the year that we're going to do it. So uh, we just walked right in, signed up, did a biplane ride, and I got to tell you that was quite a ride, quite an exciting ride. So with that, I'm going to play a song that was one of my dad's favorites. It's uh, Christopher Cross. It's Ride Like the Wind. Let's see what you think.
again, Ride Like the Wind by Christopher Cross. It's just a great tune. Um, it always reminds me of of the windswept mountains uh, covered in snow of Colorado. Um, and boy, let me tell you, that ride in the biplane was, <laughs> we were riding like the wind. We did the, uh, the aerobatics all around in a big loop. The plane went straight up and then fell out of the air. It was, whew, it was crazy. And it was certainly a break from the, we could call, quotidian routine of uh, pandemic times as, uh, uh, as we've all been experiencing. This next song is an homage to that kind of quotidian times. Uh, and it's a, it's a Brazilian tune by Chico Buarque, my namesake, is a Brazilian poet and musician who's a, just a, a wonderful guy. And he wrote this song called Cotidiano, which is like quotidian or daily or every day. Uh, and it talks about the routine that he, that he had I hope you'll enjoy it. It's a quotidiano by Chico Buarque. Todo dia ela faz tudo sempre igual Me sacode às seis horas da manhã Me sorri um sorriso pontual E me beija com a boca de hortelã Todo dia ela diz que é pra eu me cuidar E essas coisas que diz toda mulher Diz que está me esperando pro jantar E me beija com a boca de café Todo dia eu só penso em poder parar Meio dia eu só penso em dizer não Depois penso na vida pra levar E me calo com a boca de feijão Seis da tarde como era de se esperar Ela pega e me espera no portão Diz que está muito louca pra beijar E me beija com a boca de paixão Toda noite ela diz pra eu não me afastar Meia noite ela jura eterno amor e me aperta pra eu quase sufocar E me morde com a boca de favor Todo dia ela faz tudo sempre igual Me sacode às seis horas da manhã Me sorri um sorriso pontual E me beija com a boca de hortelã Todo dia ela diz que é pra eu me cuidar E essas coisas que diz toda mulher Diz que está me esperando pro jantar E me beija com a boca de café Todo dia eu só penso em poder parar Meio dia eu só penso em dizer não Depois penso na vida pra levar E me calo com a boca de feijão Seis da tarde como era de se esperar Ela pega e me espera no portão Diz que está muito louca pra beijar E me beija com a boca de paixão Toda noite ela diz pra eu não me afastar Meia noite ela jura eterno amor me aperta pra eu quase sufocar E me morde com a boca de papo Todo dia ela faz tudo sempre igual Me sacode às seis horas da manhã Me sorri um sorriso pontual E me beija com a boca de A great reminder, I think, of just what daily life can be like. But fortunately, I'm so grateful that springtime has come that we're getting outside again, that we're able to explore this beautiful valley of Sonoma. And just like that, you've been, listen you've been listening to Hello Sonoma on KSVY 91.3. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Programming for KSVY is brought to you in part by...
The Tina Schoen Group, located at Sotheby's International Realty. This Health Moment is brought to you in part by Sonoma Valley Hospital. Learning to flip your thoughts can have a profound impact on your health and well-being. The simplest way is through a positive affirmation that flips the thought from a negative to a positive. For example, when faced with chores, instead of saying, I don't want to clean the house, say, I like living in a clean house. When getting up the motivation to exercise, instead of saying, I'm too tired to exercise today, say, I feel more alert and energetic when I exercise. Positive affirmations help us change our negative attitudes into positive ones. Welcome back to Hello Sonoma. I'm here with Joe Aaron. Joe, how are you doing today? I woke up. It's a great day. Oh, that's amazing. Well, Joe Aaron has had an impressive career as an Arabic specialist at the Federal Bureau of Investigation, as a high-level money manager, and now the founder of Third Round Analytics Capital, which scours the market for potential unicorns in which to invest. But I know Joe best as my lovely neighbor, as the inventor of a legendary secret handshake, and as a top-notch joke teller. Joe, do you have any jokes for us today? Well, I'm, I'm disappointed that you're going to discuss the secret handshake. That is our secret. <laughs> no one in the world knows it. And if it gets out, I'll know who told. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't worry. I won't disclose anything more than that it exists. What was I? Do you want to hear a joke from me? Yeah. Okay. Yours are getting to be keepers. They're, they're, they're coming along really well. Really? Okay. Yeah. You got dental. So um, I don't know if you've been hearing, but the COVID restrictions have been starting to lift. People have been starting to be able to fly. So an American businessman was very excited to be flying to Vladivostok in the eastern coast of Russia for the first time. Uh Very excited. So he flies in direct flight, SFO Moscow, feeling great, felt rested. Never happens, but he feels amazing. And he goes onto the Aeroflot plane from Moscow to Vladivostok. And he's excited. He got upgraded to first class. He's sitting, feeling pretty. And the uh, flight attendant comes by. And she says, would you like meal service? And he goes, oh, well, I don't know. What are the options? And she just looks at him sternly and goes, yes or no. (laughs) That's what my mother said options were for dinner. Yes and no. What would you like for dinner? What are the options? Yes and no. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, that really was true in my house. You only fell for it once, you know. <laughs> ah, that's good. That's good. You're coming along fine. So uh, our lovely listeners by now may have picked up on your accent, Joe, and may be curious where you're from. Could you tell us a little bit about where you grew up? Yeah, I grew up in the rural south of Cotton Mill Town. And um, let's see, what can I tell you about? Um, um you're either black or white. And that was it. I never met an Asian until I went off to college. The professor. What did your parents do? Uh, my father was electrician. My mother was a stay-at-home mom. And uh, the electrician is the high end of the blue-collar jobs. And um, uh, I, I, you know, did well compared to my peers, especially those whose parents worked in the cotton mill. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of Georgia, there's hardly a better way to pay tribute to the Peach State 
then by listening to a little bit of our very own Ray Charles. Here's a little tune by Ray Charles just to remind us, and we'll be right back with Joe Aaron. Georgia, Georgia, the whole day through, just an old sweet song, keeps Georgia on my mind. Said a Georgia, Georgia, a song of you comes as sweet and clear as moonlight through the pines. That was Georgia. By Ray Charles. What do you think about that, Joe? He sure romanticizes Georgia. You know, when when Ray Charles says that if the Pilgrims had landed on the West Coast, the East Coast would still be uninhabited, I tell you. But, you know, when Ray Charles says it, it makes you want to go there, doesn't it? It makes you want to go. (laughs) Well, I'm so glad you're here. So, uh, as I mentioned before, Joe is my neighbor, and you've taught me a lot of great things over the years. And one of the most important things is you've shown me the 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 key, the importance of keeping up with technology, especially with the MIT Technology <coughs> Review. Uh, you keep up with technology religiously. What is it about technology that excites you? Well, <coughs> it, it, it wasn't so much excited. Uh, I was afraid of becoming irrelevant, that technology was leaving me behind. I did, did not even know how to text, and uh, it scared me. And uh, so I forced myself to learn. And probably where I knew I had crossed over, uh, uh, that I had, was coming into my own and was understanding technology, is when I fully realized the concept of exponential growth. And a lot of people refer to it as Moore's law. And it's how things get cheaper, they get faster, they get, um, uh, they do it better in, in half the time. Uh, so uh, e- exponential growth is, is probably the most remarkable thing I ever discovered in my life. And if I had, you know, I'd, uh, you're not old enough to remember a story uh, a movie called Love Story, <clears throat> and Dustin Hoffman gets this word of advice from the guy that becomes his father-in-law, oddly, it's odd part of the story, but he says, I got one word for you, young man, it's plastics, saying plastics was the future. Well, I, I got one word for anybody that's listening, it's exponential growth. It's, it's just a delightful story. And it'll inspire you. In fact, I've never wanted to be younger, but I want to live a lot longer than a normal human would just because I want to see what will happen. It's uh, incredible what is happening. And it's because of exponential growth. So my grandparents, you know, was the airplane. You have to go through a dozen examples. For example, uh, DNA. 
when they first uh, uh, analyzed the DNA structure, it cost several billion. And now you and I can do it for, I don't know, but certainly less than a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. Really? It's a hundred dollars. Yeah. So from a billion to a hundred dollars and in uh, 15, 20 years is, uh, it, it is exponential growth. So it, it works both ways, just like the cost of a battery is dropping every seven years by half. And since it now makes up 40% of the cost of a car, it's understandable in less than 14 years, it will be cheaper to own an electric car than it would be to own a, a stink pot. Will you have an electric car? Oh, yeah, I've had one. Uh, I, I loved it. Um, we, we decided we didn't need two cars, and we uh, have the big one, the old stink pot, for the dog to be able to get in and out of, you know? Got to go fishing. Got to go fishing. When's the last time you yeah. went fishing? Well, because of the, our old lab got uh, too old to travel, we haven't fished in the last two years except once so uh generally we like to spend a month a year fishing and we only fish for trout because trout don't live in ugly places <laughs> so but uh you've been in sonoma for a little while and you haven't just been existing here you've been really living here in the words of jack london and uh, you've been involved in all kinds of things you can see your smiling face in the la luz website you're a member of the guardsman what does it mean for you to get involved in Sonoma and in your local community? Well, um, it, it was a way to get acquainted, primarily, and uh, to get to know the, the, the leaders in the community. And, and Sonoma's blessed. I think it's because of its proximity to San Francisco. It, it, it's a small town with some remarkably accomplished individuals, which you and I've talked about, your, your, my, your father and I have talked about it. We, we can't believe our own good fortune to live in a small town. So <clears throat> the best way to get involved and get to know the leaders in the community is to uh, be active in a, in a charity. And what are some of the ones you're involved with? Well, I helped raise money for the hospital. Expect to go back. I had I served on the board of the Sonoma Valley Fund, and uh, uh, it, I learned a little bit about giving from from Sonoma Valley Fund. Um, uh, 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 something I never thought about. I, I like to share. You, it, you know, when you pass, you might have you might have allocated X amount to a charity. Who's to say that charitable organization will outlive? Uh, it, well that the charitable organization will survive. Hmm. It might go out of business in 10 years. And so when you've allocated money to it, what happens to that money? And, <clears throat> you know, it's a small part of the foundation, but you have to think about that. And so the Sonoma Valley Fund allows the board members to turn around and reallocate uh, your uh, uh your resources that you intended to another charity. I thought that was, uh, that was eye opening to me, especially at my stage in life. And, um, and, and what else, uh, you know, who can 
ignore Lelouz. It's a force in the community and, and uh, it helps as much as any charity can. Uh, I think the food bank over in Santa Rosa might do more, but that's about it. That's the only one I can think of. Yeah, Lelouz is a huge force. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's just the right thing to do. Um, I've had, uh, first of all, I'm a white male born in the 20th century in the United States of America to nurturing and loving parents. And so that certainly puts you in the one-tenth of one percent. It's, it's, it's a real gift. So um, at least I can do is try to help my fellow man. Have you uh, had any kind of um, particular stories that inspired you? <laughs> no, uh, you know, in fact, uh, my first experience with uh, a good cause was the guardsman. They kick you out when you turn 40. There's three or four members in town. Um, it's a San Francisco group. And uh, you're ready to go at 40. But uh, uh, my wife and I said that no kid ever went to camp. And that's, that was our purpose. We sent needy kids to camp. No kid ever went to camp and had more fun than we did sending them <laughs> so, to camp. It, it was just a blast. And if there's anything wrong with uh, uh, involvement with your community, <clears throat> it needs to be fun. It needs to be fun for the guy who's helping as well. Uh, it's, it's obviously going to benefit others, but it's got to be fun before they're going to be interested. It, it's one thing just to give your money. It's another to get to see and have fun making something good happen making something good happen if you make the world a better place that that's fine but you've got to see it happen yeah you're absolutely right well i feel like you've made quite a difference already in our little community <laughs> and i can't you. wait to see what more you're going to do well, i just want to know if you've taken out the trash this morning like <laughs> you said you were i'm doing my best joe <laughs> well, right. speaking of neighborhood activities I I see you always, you're an inspiration in terms of your activity. Every morning I see you running by, running by my window. Where do you go and how long have you been running? Yeah, I always like to ask anybody I see on the run if this is the way to San Rafael or to Santa Rosa and, <clears throat> you know, get a chuckle. Uh, I've been, you see, I'm 71, so I've been running since I was probably 31. And uh, so 40 years. And you can now clock me with a sundial. I'm the world's slowest runner, but uh, I, I'm out there. I'm fortunate to have the genes and my knees allow me to run. And um, uh, I can still do three miles in under nine minutes, but uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not the man I once was. <laughs> Well, I'd say in many ways you're a greater man. This has been absolutely lovely, Joe. It's been my pleasure. And uh, once again, you've been listening to Hello Sonoma on KSUI. We have just a couple minutes here, and I wanted to just ask you, is there anything uh, that's going on in your life that you'd like to get out there on the radio waves? <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I'm glad COVID's over. We've had both of our shots. And uh, I, I can't tell you the joy you feel with that second shot. And um, uh, 
uh, I, I actually went over to someone's house last night and had dinner. They had had their shots, and it was uh, it's wonderful. Yeah, I, I'm just happy to come back to the real world and can't wait for you to be able to come with me. But no, notice we, we can't do this interview in person. No, we but can't. We, we'll be, we can't? No, I said we, you're right. We can't. But in the future, we can. We can. And if anyone's listening wants to find out when their eligibility is going to be for the vaccine, just go to myturn.ca.gov and you can find out uh, when the next shots are going to be and where you can find out in your in your local location. That's myturn.ca.gov. Well, Joe, it's been a public announcement, uh, Francisco. I'm trying my best. So, uh, Joe, it's been wonderful talking with you. Thank you for sharing some of your stories. Thank you. And to all you out there, you've been listening to Hello Sonoma on KSVY 91.3. Please feel free to tune in next week, Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Otherwise, check out franciscokilgore.com slash hellosonoma or ksvy.org. Thanks so much.